0: man it's friday and uh we have quite a show for you uh coming up tomorrow but we release to the general public at 3 p.m our podcast with bill o'reilly if you've missed our conversations you're gonna get a great one tomorrow on the podcast if you're already a blaze subscriber you get it uh well you got it last night make sure you make sure you check that out uh today's podcast we went through the debate we talked to you and others that watched the debate um we ju- I we just weep over how good uh,
1: Savannah Guthrie was And again when you say debate you mean between Savannah Guthrie and Donald Trump because absolutely it was not A- it was, I mean, an it was actual crazy debate.
0: It was absolutely crazy uh, We have uh, that coming up also um, uh, my Twitter storm that happened you don't want to miss I talk about the accomplishments of Donald Trump. And Stu talks about the accomplishments of the number of dead caused by Governor Cuomo.
1: All on today's podcast. By the way, I think it's the last day you can take advantage of the code save our Election" to save 20 bucks off your Blaze TV subscription. I will say that we are at a time where we've seen unprecedented tech censorship. You know, without the subscriptions and your subscriptions, we are basically dependent on all of these big tech companies uh, to exist. Uh, So We are counting on you. We are counting on you. Uh, Save our election. 20 bucks off your subscription at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Here's the podcast. You're listening to
2: the best of the Glenn Beck program.
0: I want to talk to you a little bit uh, about the debate. We talked about it all last hour. We played some uh, clips from it. But why is it that it seems like the Democrats always get an easier path? And then when you listen to the news, it's like they weren't even watching it. Last night, Donald Trump did very, very well. He stayed calm. They talked about how it was chaos. It was only chaos because Savannah Guthrie kept interrupting the president. And if you watch Joe Biden, oh, well, it was a very different debate. It was Donald Trump's was hostile and uh joe biden's was not it was a very different feel well yeah who made it hostile it
1: wasn't donald trump donald trump was being corrected and attacked and cut off constantly and he pushed back which he should do but there was no reason for joe biden to push back because he was being questioned by a friendly yes so how friendly are they well, let me just give you let me just give you in
0: social media. Now, remember, we trust the social media world to be able to, to to share stories. Well, we learned this week, you can't share stories. The Blaze the Blaze was flagged for advertising a a show about election fraud. We we were throttled and flagged for an ad for a uh, to tweeting out Uh, A message that said you have to watch tonight's show. It's on election fraud. Wait, what? We were flagged because headlines can be misread. uh, uh, Headlines can be deceiving. Uh, You need more context here. Yes. And we have it at 9 p.m. Eastern. I mean, excuse me. So why is this happening? Well, let's just go through some of the people that work at these places jack dorsey he's the ceo of twitter he's an active democratic donor omid kordestani director and executive chairman he matched five hundred and thirty thousand dollars with jack dorsey's donation to the aclu then he donated thousands over the years to candidates and the dnc net siegel is their cfo he has a history of donating to democratic candidates Evan Williams, former Twitter CEO, current board member. He donated $800,000 in 2016, 229000 in 2018, 465000 in 2020. He's apologized for Twitter's role in electing Donald Trump. Bridget Cognier, public policy director. She's in charge of government election partnerships, with leading global governments and political publishers, including content strategy for Twitter. She interned and was press secretary for multiple Democratic politicians, plus worked on the Rachel Maddow show. (laughs) Nicholas Basillo, senior communications manager and former communications manager for uh, 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 Kamala Harris. He was the press secretary for Kamala Harris. Uh, Carlos Mahoney, former director of public policy, he left to join Joe Biden's transition team, worked at the White House under the Obama administration, worked under Hillary Clinton. Brandon Borman, VP of global communications, he donated thousands recently to Joe Biden, was the media spokesman for the decision to fact check Trump's tweets. Those are the people at Twitter um where are the um where are all the conservatives uh, oh. here's Facebook Mark zuckerberg donated uh, some to Republicans but mainly Democrats is currently donating all the voting boxes <laughs> so you can you can go to a Facebook box and uh just stuff your ballot in there. Cheryl Sandberg, the chief operating officer donated prim- primarily to Democrats openly democrat and endorsed hillary clinton andy stone the policy communications director at facebook he joined the democratic house majority PAC. he was the press secretary to democratic congressional campaign committee and the press secretary to senator barbara boxer uh anna mccanju she is the global policy Man- manager She's in charge of global elections. She worked for Joe Biden, donated to Biden in 2020 and Clinton in 2016. Brian Rice, the director of public policy, was the legislative assistant for John Kerry for three years. Uh, Probier Menta is the global public policy uh, person. She was in the office of the U.S. trade representative executive office for the president for seven years when the president was obama you also have jessica hertz former director and associate general counsel she oversees the ethical issues and on transition team for joe biden she worked on the uh, on principal deputy counsel in that office under the vice president biden from 2012 to 2014 i don't know Stu. what do you i mean is there a have you noticed a trend with all of the people that are in senior positions at Facebook or Twitter
1: almost too far right is, is what I <laughs> well up that's there. one way
0: of looking at it, and I'm sure the press would look at it that way.
1: you think there'd be some this is something that this is a crazy concept diversity diversity of thought diversity of no no it's just no. not it's not necessary
0: no well they they actually i believe think they are diverse because they might have, you know, some Hillary Clinton supporters in there. You know, so, you know, so you you, you go from Antifa <laughs> to Hillary Clinton. Wow. Yeah, so they have the whole spectrum there.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. I was listening to somebody, some podcast, I think, uh, and it was a liberal who was talking about this and kind of complaining about the the woke culture and that sort of world. And it explained it, I thought, in an interesting way, where liberals and the people on the left inherently understand that if you don't have any black people or hispanics or Mm. women at a workplace there's a lack of diversity you're not getting all those different viewpoints they inherently get that and if you were to say i'm just going to hire all white people they would inherently say that's a terrible thing right Mm -hmm. however when it comes to actual differences in thought not skin color which is you know it doesn't necessarily form your your viewpoints your actual differences in thought they can't understand why you'd even include someone who's just moderately left let alone a conservative you don't want any of those people around everyone has to agree everyone has to understand that sexual preference is now an insult like, all of these things have to... There's these hardcore rules. You can't break any of them. Anyone with any different opinion needs to be, uh, you know, uh, expunged, as Keith Olbermann would explain. <laughs> that's not like the way
0: you overpronounced
1: it, too. Expunged. <laughs> there's, like, an extra G in there? What happened? Uh, but that is... The, I think that's the way that they think. And, you know, I think you'd think that these social media companies, who, again, get half of their money from conservatives clicking on ads would understand this and want to please that audience but they don't seem to be doing well, because that because right it's about race the
0: the only thing that is diverse is sexual dare i say preference oh my god and you were race about to, yeah you
1: were about to say it right, right. Yep. sexual I mean, orientation yeah that that's that's the
0: only differences they don't think that a, a difference in uh opinion is important A difference in opinion has to be stopped because they know the truth. And the truth is all white people are racist. So I see people by race. I mean, they are they are by definition racist. Now, not the, you know, clan sort of racist, I don't think. Although when it comes to Jews, many on the left are the the Nazi kind of uh, racist. Um, However, They they are racist because that's the only filter they see. They disagree with Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. And what Martin Luther King said was, judge me by who I am, what I do, what my character is. Judge me by my skills and my talent and my character
1: and what I can do. They this, hate that. They but hate they that. Literally, just like they, they used to that. love sexual preference, and now they hate it. Look at the writings of Ibram Kendi who outwardly explains this and says you should be discriminating against white people i think he does he basically describes it as the people who created the system uh Mm -hmm. but he's you know implicit and explicit at times saying that that's just white people right so the only way to solve those problems that he sees from the past real and imagined is to as he says discriminate in the future Discriminate in the present. Discriminate. He's advocating for discrimination, and his book is on the shelves at every Target in America right now. Mm -hmm. On the by on the end on the end cap, by the way, in most of them. So if you're going by, if you're walking through a Target, you're going to see "Anti-Racist Baby" by Ibram X Kendi, and this these are the things he's advocating and targeting babies with babies, white babies. Yeah, because you know, white babies—that's true. Uh, I guess people babies of color do not need this information, right? right. Uh, but because white they, babies—they they can't be racist. But right? White babies are racist from birth, so you have to start
0: teaching them that these
1: are unhealthy birth. practices Glenn, really? for society. They really are. They really,
0: are. it is everything. If if you were looking to destroy a society, which they are, it's everything that mm. you would say you wanted to do. I mean, I, I saw the. The Communist Party USA from the 1920s, their list of things they felt they had to do to destroy America. It's everything that's happening right now. Everything that's happening right now. Oh, that's a conspiracy theory. Really? Because there were like 15 things on the list and every one of them have been done. What are the odds that that just mysteriously happened that way? Nothing. Nothing was done to stop the destruction of America by its foes internally, but all of the foes list that was done. Wow! Mm. <laughs> what a coincidence!
1: This is the best of the Glenn Beck program.
0: Oh yeah! It was quite the rodeo last night, and that's why we wanted to bring Mr. Pat Gray in from the Pat Gray Radio Roundup, along with his cowboy orchestra. Hello, Pat. Yeah,
3: that's not the name of the
0: show, nor do I have an orchestra.
3: <laughs> you do have cowboys, though, oh, I yeah. take it. You have a oh, yeah. band, though. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> <But now>? No? <laughs> well,
0: I saw a big fat tuba sitting in there the other day. No, no,
3: no tubas. Was that Mm-mm. Jeffy? That was Jeffy. Okay, all right. Was Jeffy. Uh,
0: all right, so anyway... <laughs> Uh, I, I, when you watch what happened and then you listen to the report the next day, I swear to you, they were watching something else. Oh, absolutely. I mean,
3: yeah. And, I, and it, isn't it interesting that they just replaced the Trump Biden debate with Trump Guthrie? Oh yeah.
0: That's, that's just amazing. She's first debating 20, the president. First 20 minutes. This is supposed to be a town hall. Yeah. And you notice mm-hmm. that they, they asked Joe Biden, all of these questions about Donald Trump. Not a single question about the news that broke this week on Hunter Biden. Nope. Not a single Which question about all the documents unconscionable. that have come out. unconscionable. Unconscionable. All the documents that have mm. come out in the last 4 weeks. Not mm. a single
1: question. And, and are you guys with me on this? I actually don't have a problem with Savannah Guthrie going after the president like that. If Biden also gets that. Yes, I agree. I, I don't I mind. Yeah. I, I don't necessarily mind tough questions and them going back and even correcting it. In, Tim in time. Russert was the best. <clears throat>
0: but you thought he hated that guy and then he turned to the other guy and you were like, I think he hates him, too. It was balanced. Yeah, it was balanced. And Trump, the tough questions on
1: each side. And Trump handled her, I thought, very easily when, when she was coming after me. No, no, she, he didn't no he didn't <laughs> no really he didn't no
0: oh. i listened to npr and the new york times today oh no it showed his ugly side he oh, showed his it? ugly side did again oh, oh yeah gosh. she didn't show any ugliness at all no she oh. uh, according okay. to cnn's huh. brian stelter <clears throat> it's the work of her career
1: yeah it's <laughs> <No, that's laughs> there is there's this, this lack of effort at this point mm. to even attempt for journalists to to, oh, to remain to have fair, any sort like, of objectivity, they're not even yeah. trying to hide it. Anymore. Oh no! There's two weeks left. Enough. They just got to get this job done. Yeah. And once they get him out of office, they can yep. try to fake that they're journalists. And again. And you know what? Even
0: if somebody thought I should be fair, I <clears throat> should I should ask him questions <clears throat> about Joe Biden's son. Okay, because right. that's the big news. Even if they thought they should be fair, they never would because they know they'd return to the newsroom and they would be an outcast
1: yeah and they look at themselves from 2016 and i've heard so many of them admit this podcasts and articles and everything else they think they spent too much time on hillary clinton's emails and that's the reason why hillary clinton lost so we can't do that again and they've just given up on trying to show both sides like i think in 2016 their mindset was hillary's gonna win So let's throw some articles out there about some, you know, little scandal, and we'll throw that out there so we can say we we criticized both sides or we we covered both sides. And now they're like, well, last time we did that, it didn't work, so now we just have to go all out. Like, we cannot even – we can't even ask – a question you know about what? hunter biden it's not what's so scary is it's not
0: just the press who feels that way mm-hmm. we know google facebook uh twitter mm-hmm. they all felt the same way they said it right after we can't allow this to happen again so everyone is pulling out every stop and they don't care because they think donald trump is so bad that they The ends justify the means. It doesn't matter what Mm -hmm. principle they violate. They will violate it. It's
3: pathetic. And and again, uh, for the millionth time, uh, Savannah Guthrie acting as if the president has never denounced white supremacy. And again, for the millionth time. We just played a thing this week. Uh, and maybe you guys did too. The, the seventeen times it's been documented do you have where it, he's Stephen denounced, or
0: Sarah. Go ahead and pull that up if you have it. Let me know. I mean, st-
3: I mean, over and over and over and over, he's denounced white supremacy, the KKK, David Duke. I mean, he literally got out of a party in in the year two thousand because David Duke got into it and took it over, and that's when he left. Uh, I forget the what reform the, party. Re- reform party mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, And so again, last night, he clearly and definitively denounced it all. And she acted like,
1: why have you waited so long? Uh, It's unbelievable. It's It's unbelievable. He
0: did it in the interview that they said he never he said just good people on both
1: sides. He
3: said yes. He he said
0: said the sentence before. Look, and I'm not talking about the white supremacists. Right. They should be <laughs> condemned. I'm not talking totally. about white supremacists and Nazis and people like that. Right. They should be condemned. What I'm saying, it, quiet, I was there. I saw the same things you saw. There were good people on both sides that were there. Right. Okay. Right. How how is that different than uh, Antifa Crazy. when they're saying, "No," there there are there were good people there that was a protest you know how it's different they won't say that it's, i'm not talking about the rioters and those throwing molotov cocktails and crying for the shooting of cops i'm not talking about those those people should be condemned i'm talking about the good people that were there to march for black lives
1: They don't say that. They don't have to say it. They don't have to. Everyone implies. Everyone understands. Of course, Mm -hmm. they don't. They don't think anything bad.
3: And we keep forgetting that even during the debate, the first thing he said when the question was asked about whether or not he he, he denounces white supremacy was, sure, sure and he said it then two more times yeah later on and uh, he said it three times he denounced it when they say he didn't
1: and and again you know we're rehashing i guess this stuff again but it's like the wording used in the question during the debate was will you ask them to stand down and he said stand back and stand by which seems like he basically butchered he was trying to just quote the same No, no, Donald Trump never butchers things like no, that. He right. always does. <laughs> no, no, he doesn't. You know, I mean, last time they no, asked
0: him, he doesn't. Wh- he is a perfect orator. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he is. A perfect- he's, a perfect- he's a perfect orator.
1: When he crafts his words, he <laughs> thinks, he pauses. Yes, he's deliberate. <laughs> Look, we all know this. Yesterday, they asked him. They're like, uh, you know, they asked him a healthcare question, and he said, "The problem with Obamacare is that it's very bad." and the problem with Obamacare in the same answer about 30 seconds later and the problem with Obamacare is it's not good. It's not great. Well, those are, I agree with both of those things. It's not quite that detailed. Uh, But again, this is who, you know, we all understand that about Donald Trump and I think Mm -hmm. the press tries to use Mm -hmm. that against him, the fact that he doesn't word things in precise ways. Like stand back and stand by makes no sense to turn it into so, some sort of call to arms. Mm-hmm. Stand by. If anything, that means don't do anything. Right? But it doesn't make mm-hmm. like it and he's quoting, they just used He was stand using down. the language that right. was used he,
3: in the question. Right,
1: and he and beyond this, he's done it, as we just talked about, a hundred times already. Yeah. Like, if he didn't want to denounce white supremacy, he wouldn't do it over and over and over again. And if he secretly did like white supremacy, he wouldn't just admit it during the debate for the first time. None of this makes any sense. I have to
0: tell you, too, I, I don't know why... Uh, Nobody asked Joe Biden to denounce Antifa, which is currently burning cities down Mm -hmm. and making threats online that they are going to be even worse after the election. He's not asked a single question, but QAnon. Gosh. I don't even know what QAnon really is. I, know. I don't know the whole thing. Neither I don't, does anybody else. Nobody knows. Nobody knows this. And so when he's asked about it, will you condemn them? I don't know anything really about them. I know they're against pedophilia and pedophiles. So right. I yeah. That's, that's about all I know. And they also think that there's a deep state. Whoa. <laughs> that one's right but i don't know if (laughs) they're right about it yeah exactly yeah i Mm -hmm. have no
1: idea well this is and he actually made this point to savannah guthrie which was you know just because you say it doesn't mean it's fact uh when he was talking i think it was about QAnon when he was saying it and it's like well if i just accept your analysis of this group i don't know anything about then i am denouncing a group and i might find out later that you're lying to me about it. Yeah. Well, how right. the press, press would lie. He I did know. that with Proud Boys. It's Proud Boys, right? He doesn't know anything about uh, Proud, and and Proud they're Boys.
0: they're not either. racist. Their leader, right. yeah. <laughs> Their leader is black. Yeah. Their leader is <laughs> black. How, how how does that work out? There were out? plenty
1: of black leaders of the KKK, Glenn. Uh, <laughs> no, there weren't. Yeah. No, no, they weren't. Those thing. were the
0: ones... Those he, well, they had a stake in it. Yes, they were tied to the stake
1: and burnt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, geez. I, again, do I think he knows a little bit more about Q? He probably does. He, he knows it's built out of his supporters, and he doesn't want to come out and bash them. There's probably some element to that. But again, like... No one knows or cares about this topic. This is not an important topic. There was some poll I saw today that it's something like 25% of Americans have ever even heard of it. Why the hell is this in a presidential debate? I mean, if anything, you're just drawing people to go look at what the hell this is. And some percentage of them are going to find it and think it's true and get involved in it. And how many white supremacists
3: are there? It's like they're everywhere if you're to listen to the mainstream (laughs) media and I never see them. Excuse me. I never see them. Oh, wow.
1: Did you see that video in Charlottesville? He's saying that there's good people on both sides with torches. (laughs) Uh, 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 Both of you. Uh, I
0: mean, you, no, no, haven't, you haven't recognized the racism that is in you. You're oh, both no. white. right? Oh, no. So yeah, you're both true. racist. Mm-hmm. So you're, I don't know, who's a white supremacist? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Look in the mirror, whitey. <laughs> and and meanwhile, uh, over on ABC, George Stephanopoulos. Now, now think, do you think Bill O'Reilly would ever be allowed to host a debate? Now, he's just a guy from Fox. But when he was on Fox, Bill O'Reilly used to piss me off. I mean, he would say things yeah, and fair. he would support things. And he was so up with, you know, uh, with Barack Obama there during the Obama administration, not mm-hmm. seeing any of these connections. He's a guy who actually, I think, has given people a fair shake when they're on. Mm-hmm. He, Are you kidding me? They would never let him hold a debate or or host a debate. They would never accept it. George Stephanopoulos, the guy who was the spin master in the Hillary Clinton campaign and has been Incredible. their spin master forever, he's asking the questions. It's amazing.
1: <laughs> I, mean, I mean he brought up Russell amazing. who is also a Democrat. Yeah, um, but he but never. It, it came it, it, from that perspective, and you know, maybe you could make that transition. But has Stephanopoulos successfully done that? No. I mean, the last guy they were going to have, uh, you know, do a debate. Well, he got suspended because he was lying about being hacked on Twitter while he, he was trying he to communicate with Scaramucci. He
0: yeah, he's trying to he's trying to get dirt on Donald Trump. He was supposed mm. to be the moderator. He's Steve from C-SPAN. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to get dirt on Donald Trump so he can mm-hmm. add that dirt from Scaramucci. All right. Wow. Then he says, that's not true. Someone stole my and I uh, the FBI is on it and they're hoping to find out who hacked into my computer. Well, the FBI did get on it. Uh-oh. And it shows now that he was lying about it. So yesterday he had to admit that he lied about his computer Otherwise, I think he was going to jail. He He still should go to jail for lying to the FBI. He
1: was supposed to moderate a presidential debate last night. Yeah. This man has now been suspended because he was lying and trying to get a dirt on the president. This is how bad this is. This is not a made-up problem. It is a legitimate problem. Watch those two debates, uh, two uh, town halls last night. Donald Trump was constantly being attacked and by Savannah Guthrie and interrupted, constantly. And I'm not necessarily opposed to that, but I am opposed to it when the opposite on the other channel, Joe Biden is basically being hugged Mm-hmm. It was like a night. It was a warm gathering. He had plenty of time to explain himself. No one called out anything that he said as wrong. Nobody came out with tough questions about the main news stories that were out there. Uh, critical his China, of the campaign. His, his
0: China policy. Nothing. They, they actually came out. and I got to take a break. They actually came out this morning and said what Joe Biden is saying about the Supreme Court He said he'll have to wait and see what happens. What he's saying is the system is so broken that if he's going to fix it, yes, he may pack the court, but he'll take the hits for it. And he'll be a four year president and everybody can hate him. But that's what you have to do to fix America. That was their analysis on 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 uh, the New York Times Daily today. I mean, it's incredible. (laughs) This is the best of the Glenn Beck program. John Jackson, he is the owner of the Heroes American Cafe. Um, this is in Portland, Oregon, and he has this cafe that supports heroes. I mean, he's a former Marine. Uh, he's a black guy, so you know. Uh, and um, uh, he supports the police and any of the first responders, et cetera, et cetera. Well, Antifa doesn't like that too much. So Antifa last week began compiling a list of all of the, uh, let me see, non-friendly businesses in Portland, a.k.a. any company, I'm quoting them, any company that's hanging Blue Lives garbage in their store or anything else that's anti the BLM movement. Well, somebody said Heroes American Cafe on South Park uh, blocks gives profits to their heroes, cops. Well, somebody called him, and then violence began, and we we talked to him uh, now. Welcome to the program, John.
2: Thank you, Glenn. I appreciate you having me on.
0: You bet. Um, So tell me, the phone call came in a few days before you were shot at. Tell me about it.
2: Yeah, we we got a phone call and we kind of just thought it was a kind of a random kind of crank call, so we we just dismissed it. We we really didn't think uh, we gave it no validity whatsoever um, until after the event. Then then we kind of looked back and said, "Wow, maybe we should have uh, thought about it a little more."
0: What would you have done? I mean, you can't call police there. Do they take it seriously?
2: I think the police are. Um, understaffed overwhelmed and uh and, and somewhat misguided on their focus so they're following around antifa and the uh the rioters and not answering 9 calls. so they wouldn't have responded in any case they didn't respond to shots fired so mm. um
0: they five, never responded to shots fired
2: they eventually came out about two days later oh my gosh yeah they they didn't respond we um uh, we called 911 three or four times, and we watched him drive around the block um, just following the protesters, and eventually we flagged a, uh, a supervisor down, and uh, he jumped out, very friendly cop, uh, three other uh, officers with him, and we showed him, and he was concerned, and he called it in, and still no response.
0: What, 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 what does that tell you? What's, what's happening there?
2: It tells me that the leadership is uh, misguided. The focus is misguided. Um, I think the tolerance for violence is uh, is at an all time high. I I think that um, that shots fired. You know, I told I've told a lot of people that they would have threw a rock through my window or you know threw a chair through it. That's one thing, but to uh, see bullet holes. In your, in your storefront, that takes you back, you know, about 50 years in this country.
0: Yes, it does. So tell me, uh, you were sitting right where one of the bullets went through just before the shooting happened, right? You and your son?
2: Yeah, uh, we were, We I worked that day uh, with my son, uh, my 11-year-old son, and uh, we were right where, the bullet, where one of the window panes, uh, the bullet penetrated uh, a couple hours earlier.
0: And this happened on the indigenous people's day of rage, which was Sunday. Yeah,
2: right? whatever that is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, yeah. That, that's, a, that's a whole other story, I guess.
0: So are you, t- tell me about yourself, if you don't mind. Are you a conservative in portland i didn't think they had any or are you a, an independent what tell me about yourself uh,
2: I, you know when it comes to politics i'm, I'm really more of an independent thinker I, I don't carry a card for any party good for you um i've i've uh, voted and this would be my 10th presidential election and i'm probably right down the middle um on one side or the other um this time uh, last time, because you know, you're going to ask me, so I'll just get right into it. <laughs> last time, uh, I really voted against Hillary more than I voted for Trump mm-hmm. know, to be quite honest. Right. Um, this time, it's quite different. I-, I call that the honeymoon period. This time, we're married.
0: Mm-hmm. And did this play a role in that?
2: Oh, this this actually, I was I was leaning toward trump uh just looking at the record of uh, joe biden you know, 47 years um in politics and you know just couldn't see any landmark um uh things that that he accomplished over those years and um then, you know i think about trump and the things that president trump has done um in a very hostile environment mm. I, mean, I wouldn't want to be in to be quite honest. No. And, you know, he's, he's not perfect, just like I'm not perfect and you're not perfect. But he's he's done a pretty damn good job.
0: So why do you, I mean, have you been for this movement or just tolerated it or are you kind of numb inside with this movement? I mean, I really, and I think most Americans, don't understand where the people of Portland are who don't believe in, you know, burning the city down to the ground?
2: Well, I, I could tell you um, this, this particular experience has shown me, because um, I, I didn't know the answer to that question until just three, three or four days ago. The people of Portland are the same as they've always been. The people of Portland really are good people, and the people of Oregon are good, solid people. These aren't the people of Portland. These are all imported people. These are agitators, instigators, and uh, factions that are that are focused on Portland. The, the people of Portland have uh, they risen to the occasion with heroes. Uh, to, to be honest, I haven't got one one hate email from anyone in Portland. Mm. Uh, we've gotten love from Portland. So it really has uh, shown me that the people of Portland are against violence. These aren't the people of Portland.
0: So you have, I mean, we've, at least in the other parts of the country, think you have a really bad mayor. But you are, I mean, the woman that is now running uh, for mayor is even worse. I mean, she's full-fledged Antifa, uh, full-fledged Marxist. Is she going to win?
2: I hope not. I don't know how that happens. Um, you know, that's that's uh, jumping out of the pot into the fire. Uh, I, I would agree, uh, Ted Wheeler, um, he needs to really, uh, really um, lead better and, and be more deliberate in what he does and more focused and clean this mess up. But I've heard exactly what you just referred to, Bessie's mm-hmm. full-fledged. That doesn't make any sense to me.
0: No. Is there something, is there a line that that uh, will be crossed or could be crossed that would say, I'm out. I'm just out. I'm not going to have my family here anymore.
2: For me? Yeah. I would say that line doesn't exist because we're we're not made that way. Marines aren't made that way, and my family's not made that way. We're not going to be victimized and terrorized to, to leave. If we leave, it'll be for different reasons. It won't be because of um, the, the things that are going on now. And as far as the city goes, I think that uh, the people of Portland, um, they will put a referendum up or they're going to do something. We, we need to get a strong mayor. We need to get a mayor that can lead. And uh, we need to turn this back into the beautiful city it once was. Yeah,
0: Portland is beautiful, really, truly beautiful. Thank you so much. I, I really appreciate your time. I'm glad you're safe, uh, and uh, it's good talking to you, John. Stay safe up there in Portland.
2: Can I say one last thing? Sure, you can. Please, everyone, get out and vote. And once we vote, let's stand behind whoever wins. Let's let's stop this divisiveness and get some stuff done.
0: Thank you so much. Na, 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 na.